Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's time now for our daily tech and business report. Today, we're joined by Bloomberg tech reporter Matt Day. Amazon is fighting back against a government lawsuit over product recalls. In its suit, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission wants the e-commerce giant to be labeled as a distributor. So, Matt, why does that matter? How does this work? So, basically, when you know a product you buy from Walmart is defective, um, the Walmart is on the hook, right? In addition to the manufacturer, they have to participate in a recall. That's part of the consumer protection law in the United States. Amazon's a little bit different because, you know, they host a lot of sellers who are selling their own stuff. Um, and so that the Consumer Product Safety Commission has decided that they think Amazon, you know, even in those cases where it's not the official seller, they're on the hook if something goes uh, goes really wrong and they should help out with recalls. And they won't do that? You know, Amazon has done a lot of the stuff they requested, right? They've informed customers, they've issued refunds, but they haven't gone to the formal recall step. They haven't, you know, made it a, a government-stamped thing and sent out a press release saying, hey, here's some dangerous products you should be aware of. You know, part of that's a PR hit. Part of that, it's pretty expensive. And, you know, once you do that, you're on the hook for any time that stuff shows up again on your website. You can get uh, penalized. Amazon wants to avoid that quite clearly. You know, if you buy something that... that that needs to be recalled from, I don't know, Bed Bath & Beyond or from Costco, you'll get a letter from that store usually uh, telling you yeah. you know, that something's wrong. Not just a press release, but a direct letter to you. Yes, exactly right, exactly right. And, and oftentimes those do coincide with, with federal recalls. Um, it's just, you know, Amazon, they, they host millions and millions of, of other sellers on their website. You know, clearly they want to avoid, you know, some portion of the responsibility for, you know, kind of hand-holding those companies through this process. They'd rather kind of push it off on them. You know, as a buyer, though, you don't always know who you're actually buying from. I know that I got it from Amazon. Oh, totally. More than half of the items sold on Amazon's website are sold by third parties. Oftentimes that's in really tiny print, you know, around the buy button. Um, so it's definitely one of the, the most common misconceptions about Amazon's website is really so much of it is just a digital mall. It's not even Amazon doing the selling. Right. And and in many cases, don't they protect consumers from the sellers? I mean, I, I don't know that they're allowed to reach out to you directly. They have to do it all through Amazon. Yep, that's right. And in many cases, these these um, you know small mom and pops can't reach out to customers. Amazon considers it's their customers. Um, but you know, then again, when the regulator comes calling, Amazon, in this case, says you know, hey, it's it's not our problem. Go talk to those sellers. So if Amazon loses, if there's a decision against them in this, what will it do to their business model? So it'll force them to pay a lot closer attention to uh, what happens when products um, you know are defective, right? They they have a very self-service system for these sellers. They'll have to devote a lot more time and resources into making sure that the system is safe, um, because then you know of course the penalty if if they're declared a distributor 
by the feds is uh, is far more severe than they face today. And if the third party seller is overseas, well, then Amazon's on the hook. I mean, that's that's the problem. A lot of folks who sue Amazon are running into is you know oftentimes those folks are outside of U.S. jurisdiction, so the only spot they can go is is trying to get Amazon. What have uh, the courts done on this in the past? It is split. Um, in California, there's been a couple of cases saying that, listen, Amazon is, in effect, a distributor. Um, so Amazon is on the hook in California as of current law, but, you know, it varies, you know, depending on what, uh, what spot you go in the United States. There's no consistent um, ruling on this uh, nationally. What does eBay do with this? eBay is a little bit different because they do not store stuff for you usually. Amazon, you know, because oftentimes they're storing stuff on behalf of sellers, they're shipping it, they have a, a greater hand in how products get to you. And those, that, um, that link was actually key to, to recent California ruling determining that Amazon was on the hook, right? They, they'll get it to your doorstep. Uh, eBay, in most cases, is uh, really just connecting buyer and seller online. They're, they're never touching the product. It's shipped directly from the seller, um, which gives them a bit more distance from, uh, from the law here. Okay, so when is a decision coming? So this might take years and years for for um, for DC courts to finally uh, give us a, a firm ruling on on where Amazon sits. Um, so this is this is something that's going to play out, you know, likely in, in courts and in public opinion as we wait for for a final decision here. Wow. So meanwhile, you got to think twice if you're going to buy, say, a child car seat from Amazon. You should absolutely read the fine print and and do your research on the product online. Um, I think clearly what's been shown the last few years is it being listed on Amazon is is not. Um, not a, a guarantee it's going to be 100% uh, safe like uh, like in many other stores. All right. Thanks for talking to us. That's Bloomberg Tech Reporter Matt Day. You can hear our Tech and Business Report weekdays at 1230 on KCBS. And for more, tune in to Bloomberg TV at 2 p.m. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.